episode 242. We are your hosts. I'm Hector. I'm Jason. Matt. Ian. Mind Grenade is a pop culture-based show that dives into TV, movies, music, comics, and a whole lot more. Oh, yeah. Wow, Jason. (laughs) You did it. Oh, yeah. I forgot to... We'll have to go back and figure out how many episodes you did that wrong I forgot to mess it up. What what was it? Movies. Movies. So, yeah, I just want to thank the listenership, people tuning in. The numbers have been... Been spiking lately, so I've been uh, spiky. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, they started opening up the Starbucks in town, like the lobbies, so people get to go in. Mm-hmm. And I always peek in to see if our little flyers are still up. So, um, and then you berate the poor teenager behind the counter. Yeah, totally, yeah. It's a, yeah. a love hate thing there at the Starbucks. So uh, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this place? <laughs> also, can I please have a, a grande latte yeah, you? with a scotch of uh, whipped cream? <laughs> Um, so, uh, this episode we're going to do, oh, the last episode we had to push the, uh, Mind Grenade music game, uh, over to this episode. We're going to, we're going to jump into that here in a little bit. And then, um, uh, WandaVision happened. The, uh, first kind of foray into the phase four of the MCU. And then, uh, maybe if we have some time, I have a little bit of old news connected to the MCU. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, uh, before we get into the music game, you guys have anything, anything you guys want to... Did you see about this? There's this guy in the United Kingdom that changed his name legally to Celine Dion. Do you guys hear hear about this? Did did. Is that just his first name? Celine Dion Were we McGregor. talking about this at work? Didn't, did you bring this up this like sounds a week from, or two this ago? Sounds yeah, a, it's kind of like ringing a bell. This, this guy in the United Kingdom uh, had way too many drinks while watching. He, I think he was he's a Celine Dion fan, but while watching a concert like at home on his TV. And uh, ended up <laughs> like doing an online application to change his name, and then was so inebriated he forgot <laughs> about it. And then I guess days later, paperwork came in the mail for him to sign <laughs> to nice officially surprise. change his name to Celine Dion. And he's like, "Oh crap!" Uh, but then he just went ahead with it. He's like, "You know what? I'm just going to do this." And then he, I, I think he asked for extra uh, paperwork in return <laughs> because he's like, "Well, if I get pulled over to the cops, they're not going to believe my name is Celine Dion." So I was like, "I need some proof here." So he he did. He went ahead with it. Uh, that's kind of like finding an extra 20 in a pair of jeans or something like that, right? <laughs> finding out later, days later, that your name is now Celine Dion. Did he spell it wrong? It starts with an S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he'd been drinking too much, yeah. The cop's like, uh, Celine Dion? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, unfortunate, but uh, it's like uh, it's kind of like yeah, Amazon uh, uh, drunk shopping, online drunk shopping. You just find out, you see the receipt later. Uh, there used the to old be drunk name change. There used to be uh, what was the daytime shop? I guess it'd be the the shopping network. Mm-hmm. You'd always hear stories of people going on there drunk, like after bar time and you know watching infomercials and then purchasing something that's just straight ridiculous and then you know weeks later they get it in the mail like what in the hell is this <laughs> the only instance uh when my, my cousins is notorious for going out and partying a little bit too much he bought those shinobi foot pads drunk one night do you guys remember those they're supposedly you know like the og toxin remover Slap his oh, babies no, on the bottom of your yeah. foot, and then it turns black, and then you're like, "Oh, look at all these toxins!" <laughs> he <laughs> ordered those one night, like super drunk, and then like weeks later, they should be, "What the fuck are these?" That sounds like such a big scam. They just yeah. figured out how to have something turn black like, over time. Spoiler alert: Your feet are fucking dirty, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Huh. There's no. So I'm asking for a friend. There's no. There's no. Uh, no, you should throw yeah, out all okay. the ones on yeah, <laughs> your medicine cabinet. <laughs> no benefit from those. Everyone knows yeah. toxins are uh, primarily affected by gravity, mm-hmm. so they just fall right out through the bottom of you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what the pads, they just catch them. If you do, ju- them. If you do 100 jumping jacks mm-hmm. every 15 minutes, then uh, you'll just end up in the hospital. It mm-hmm. probably won't go well. <laughs> the toxins will come right out your toenails. That's why they turn colors <laughs> Do over you time. guys remember any of those products that, uh, that, that just kind of like this flagged as being yeah. so ridiculous? That- it's the ones that you haven't heard about them for years now because they were found out to be a sham. But there, there's one recently that I've seen in YouTube uh, commercials, kind of here and there. It's been a, it's been a, a couple months now, but where like if you have a cracked screen on your phone, like your phone, uh, they have this like liquid. They show they they're showing it on the video, like that they just dip the liquid on the cracks and mm-hmm. it just fills them in. Some kind of like nano kind of liquid. It's got like nanobites. Like little, I, I guess I don't know. Mites, but they're uh, even tinier. But it just looked too like too un- like too futuristic mm-hmm. but uh yeah, i don't know if that was a sham or not was this, this, this is bill s- gates's new microchipping strategy <laughs> yeah 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 partnered with stark Industries. uh people have been joking about the uh the, the vaccine obviously with the uh like nano like that's how they get us that they're gonna put chips in us mm-hmm. but really it our cell phones are the chips mm-hmm. the, sooner or later they will be tiny enough like the yeah. i mean that's where the technology will end up going like we were already uh what were we we were talking one day jason about um the band Keen at work, and I don't even know what like brought it to mind. We were listening to some music, right? And uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, you remember this band from the early 2000s?" And blah blah blah. And then you were like, "Oh yeah, I kind of kind of ringing a bell." And then a day later, it pops up on your on yeah. your phone because like when <clears throat> when I played, I was playing a Muse album off my library, and then library. once something's library, and then once something's finished, then Apple Music will just decide to play something it thinks that's connected to that somehow, just randomly, and it played Keen right after that, and I'm like, hmm. we like I, synchronicity, I, yeah. Where like, I mean, like a picture of Charlie, yeah. and you know from uh, Always Sunny, how yeah, he's yeah. Like, trying to connect all those conspiracy <laughs> yeah. theories, and it's just some dude trying to like figure out what Jason wants to listen to. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I, I feel like we've already kind of given into uh, like being monitored and stuff. Just It's just slowly happened. Well, I think we learned like a week or two ago that all the people that are the most afraid of being microchipped will grab, grab, uh, will likely uh, live stream themselves committing the crime. Yeah, 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 place. right. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> Everybody was like filming themselves. It's yeah. like, oh, they don't track us with microchips. Yeah. Uh, but guys... look at this cool app on my phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, being filmed while you're committing crimes, or you're filming yourself while you're committing crimes. Yeah, uh, or the but. selfies. Like my favorite was like people throwing up like peace sign selfies with them. <laughs> if you guys had to choose though, your chip that you'd put in there, what would you pick? <laughs> I think I would do like a sour cream and cheddar ruffles. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'd go with. Uh, I like the chips with the uh, with the, uh, the the grill marks on them. Whatever those are, those Frito chips. Oh yeah, okay. The grill marks. Yeah. I don't even. Am Do you guys remember that? Am I missing that in a whole subsection <laughs> of chips? Matt, Matt are you going to go with Ruffalo's? 
ruffled the cereal. We've discussed I think I'm going to go with Bugles because they're uh, a kind of a chip, but they're also musical, right? It's just because you want to put them on your fingers. Right? <laughs> I, I do, do they affect the physical properties of your body afterwards? <laughs> like if I got like a Dorito implanted, would I just become extreme? <laughs> You'd oh. become cool. Yeah, yeah I'd, like a <laughs> skateboard would just appear yeah. on my feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if I got Doritos Ranch, then maybe I would own a ranch cool. after that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a little dude ranch. <laughs> Your body starts to reject it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm uh, trying, trying to think back of. Yeah, there's always those commercials growing up that you would see the the the, the silliest like. Um, products and then you stop hearing about them later yeah mm-hmm. and then you see them in walgreens yes yeah right seen yeah as seen on yeah. tv mm-hmm. yeah the ones that like uh <clears throat> excuse me the ones that i remember the most are the ones that actually aren't really that scammy mm-hmm. like uh oxyclean that shit yeah, works yeah, yeah. and you can still buy it in the store yeah Ch- chia pet <laughs> yeah <laughs> there, or uh <laughs> the sham the sham wow that, yeah. that thing fucking works there man. are a few that come out of that type of whatever I don't know whatever it is that those things products come mm. from. Mm. What do they What do they call? I can't remember. Were those small ideas. Sm- uh, small products? The platforms they come through. But anyway, I oh. love the uh, what's the one the tape that like uh, they're like we had we drilled seven thousand holes in the bottom of this boat and then paid some poor intern to put tape over every one of them <laughs> and the boat still floats. <laughs> Oh, I, I just remember like him slapping someone. It's always this dude like slapping a patch. Yeah, there's like this like perfect laminar flow yeah. coming out, and he just like slaps a piece of tape over it. Now, here's a product. It's kind of in the same ballpark, uh, but it, it, it was around the time that when podcasts started like becoming a thing, and Joe Rogan and um, Kevin Smith and all these guys would have the uh, the fleshlight. Oh, we all know what that is. Yeah, I won't go into I do too much detail. I remember Rogan. He was pitching that like crazy. Yeah, really. Yeah, I didn't, I it, was, really it was early it. on. Yeah, it was. It was. It was that. It was stamps.com. There's a couple of like Square, stamps.com, yeah, Squarespace, Squarespace Peloton, yeah. there were, Sonos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a group. Like it's like every podcast who was advertising had those. But it was like the kind of degenerate kind of like guys. Kevin Smith mm-hmm. would have the. Um, the flashlight. I, I mean, want. it was definitely, you know, you don't want to turn down easy money, but smart on the marketers. They know the crowd that's watching the, those two podcasts. For mm-hmm. sure. So wait, like, correct. This is a this is a flashlight that's made out of human flesh. <laughs> yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somehow I don't know where they get the flesh from, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just looking up some of these the worst made for TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh dear. Oh, anyway. Jason. The neck magic air cushion. Like yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. It's like you have a problem holding. It's like if you no, have a problem holding your no, head that's up. That's a therapeutic thing, and then you can just inflate. This is it thing. like uh, on an airplane when you're just trying to take a nap? I think it's like. Is it like yeah. the traction over, yeah. device? Yeah, it's right? a traction like, device. That's a yeah. that's like a legit medical device. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, the the potty putter, where you get, use it as a uh, a mat underneath your toilet, and then you can. Putt. You like fish a turds out of the toilet, right? And then <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't need a golf ball. You just use a turd. Yeah. Is that like the squatty potty? Is that what squatty potty? Yeah. I heard those being sold there for a little while. I have actually used one of those oh, yeah? at somebody's house. Would you, I would actually have to it? say, I would say it works. All right. It, so. it is, you know, it at, some, at someone else's house, you could just <clears throat> squat in the corner, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just forego the toilet <laughs> altogether. Because yeah. then you don't have to clean it up. I don't know if I have enough friends to be able to just, like, squander <laughs> a friendship. That, they're, like, they're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is this is kind of embarrassing, but I really, we really do have to ask, Ian, did you shit in the corner? You'd be like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you not know that the uh, colon lines up in a straighter line when you squat down, and you didn't have a squatty potty, <laughs> so I had to make do? Well. You mean make doo-doo. <laughs> you take the squatty potty with you. Oh. Um, yeah. Por- portable toilets are underrated. You never know when you might need one. A portable toilet? Especially if you're eating you. a lot of ruffalos, you might need a portable mm. squatty potty. Mm. This shit will tear you up. Um. <laughs> so no one no one else has ever ever used a squatty potty? I never, no, so you're giving it a, I would say a recommendation, yeah, yeah, uh, an endorsement. Would, yeah. All right, this episode How many of buttholes would you give it? has been brought oh, to you that's by. Like a four, a four it's like buttholes. four buttholes? Yeah, if they wanted to sponsor us, we, we could get five <laughs> buttholes. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> it gets four out of five buttholes? Yeah. Sorry. Heck All right, we're going yeah. re- to have our people reach out to their people. Everyone, uh, keep your eyes peeled on Facebook for the Mind Grenade branded Squatty Potty. Yeah, with yeah. all four of our faces staring <laughs> up at your crotch while you shit. Yeah, uh, Jason, you sent us uh, for the holidays and stuff. Uh, you uh, do the uh, kind of fake packaging for the gifts and stuff. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, um, I think the last one I got was what was the one I got? I, I know, it? I know, you gave somebody one with like a a, a hand. Right, yes, like the a, the handy hand. It's yeah. like literally just a hand on a stick, mm-hmm. where you it shows like on the the box it shows that you can like save someone's life by getting them out of like a pool or, like you can use it as just like sit it on like your uh, spouse's uh, shoulder to make it seem like you're right there <laughs> while you're playing on your phone. That yeah, probably yeah. is useful in the time of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Social distancing. It's like sure. I would love to save you from that burning wreck, sir, but yeah. you might have coronavirus. <laughs> Um, what was man? What was the one I got? I think though? yours was the V neck, where you could like, uh, uh, like. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 with your phone with mm-hmm. like the um, the way you, on your car you can set your phone on a little. Uh, mm-hmm. You attach it around your neck and it just holds your phone out in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. So you can <laughs> be running around. You can be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, those are always fun. Yeah. The fake. Yeah, they are fun. There's like there's one that was uh, I gave uh, my parents. It was called the Hydapoo, and it's literally just a fake rock. If you don't feel like picking up your dog shit, and you just put it over <laughs> top of it. Um, you guys all have pets and stuff, yeah. What's uh, that'd probably be come that come in handy. Yeah, I need a lot of them though. <laughs> a lot of Hydapoos. Need a lot of Hydapoos. Your yard just becomes yeah, eventually it, just it, like just one gravel. Rock. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, shit, guys, you guys want to get to it. Uh, before we move on to the uh, Mind Grenade music game, do you guys have anything else? Any uh, recommendations? Any? Uh... I've been watching, um, like I, I brought off, off mic, I, I've been watching that Devs on Hulu, and that's fantastic. Um, that's one of those shows you know right away what it is by watching an episode. Uh, we're going to get into Wanda later. If you just watch the first episode of that show, you're probably still a little lost as to where they're going with that yeah that's uh but we'll get into that a little later uh but uh yeah get into some um migraine music game let's see i use I, I had the rules for this game on my last phone and i lost it somewhere so i'm gonna have to kind of finagle the the rules um at some point and write them down but it, it's it's a let's see so jason's gonna pit me ian and matt against each other on this game, and we're going to try to guess uh, the uh, dates, like by year, with uh, five songs. 
Jason's got five songs ready. Uh, we'll write down the uh, the our, our guesses first, all three of us, before we start announcing them. Mm-hmm. And um, whoever gets closest mm-hmm. is uh, gets closer to winning. Right. So whoever has the lowest number, mm-hmm. the distance between the dates. Yep. Yep. So we'll uh, tally up. We'll do all five songs, then we'll tally up the scores, and whoever gets the lowest score. So it's golf kind of rule. So whoever gets the lowest score. Um, I forget what we decided. I know. Uh, and then for a right guess, is it like minus dead on. two points? Yeah, minus yeah. two, because five was too much, I think. Yeah, that's what yeah, we, that's what we, we originally You guys didn't like it. It was making me win. So. Uh, it rewarded blind guesses too much. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. You could blind guess on all four, get three wrong, and still get that one right and win. Well, how am I ever going to win again? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. That's the whole idea, Ian. It's the whole idea. And Matt and Ian. All right, just let me subtly turn on my Shazam here. <laughs> All right. No Shazams, no Shazams. All right, let's go. All right, let's do it. Oh, shit. Oh, dude, I might get this dead on. Okay, so this is Because I Got High by Afroman. Now, this song was recorded and distributed at concerts in Canada a year before its major album release in the United States. So I'm looking for the ma- major album release here. In the United States? Mm-hmm. Like I think he even handed it out. Like he sold it at concerts and stuff a year before it actually released here. So, but you're looking for he, the looking for the release US major album release, release here in the United States. Yep. Okay, I'm ready when you guys are. You guys are both familiar with the song. I, I know the yeah. song, but I don't I have know no idea when it came out. Yeah. I have a guess. Yeah. All right. I do remember it on the. Um, this might give it away. Um, I remember on a Kevin Smith soundtrack, we were talking about Kevin Smith earlier, but I'll reveal it later because I might give it away. All right, we're all good. All right, start it off. Go ahead. Wrong guess of 1994. I put 92. What you got, Hector? I got 2000. 2000. All right, so 2001. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that's plus seven for me. Dang, 2001. I thought that was some early 90s shit. Me too. (laughs) What did you get, Matt? You got a plus six? Plus, yeah, six. Okay. Well, how would you get... That's nine. (laughs) Oh. Ian, shut up! (laughs) I don't want you to beat me. That was convincing, dude. (laughs) All right. All right, here we go. Song number two. He was living in a single room with three other individuals. One of them was a male and the other two... The other two were females. God only knows what they were up to in there. And furthermore, Susan, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to learn that all four of them habitually smoke marijuana cigarettes. cigarettes. Have you guys seen this movie? Reefer Reefer Madness. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's entertaining. All right, so this song is Smoke Two Joints by Sublime. I'm starting to see a pattern. Yep. So this was a cover of an older reggae song that I won't tell you what year it came out to help you out. Um, This is off of... uh... Um, this is off of um, 40 Ounces of Freedom. This is uh, one of their first songs to get radio play after Date Rape, which I believe was the first. In time of peace and two in time. Uh, shit. Uh, I had to go with um, Smoke Two Joints. Hmm. That's a lot of joints. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to lock it in here. Is this like from that lost period that everything kind of blends together i just don't know when all this stuff came out it's yeah because i listened to it like way later obviously than when it yeah. came out 
yesterday. Yeah, I had Jason send me. Ian busted in three days ago and was like, "Have you guys heard of this band Sublime? (laughs) They're kicking." (laughs) What you got, Ian? All right, 1995, 97, okay, 93. All right. Well, Hector almost nailed it again. Uh, 1992. All right. Cool. You guys got this, some ground th- to make well, up here. Well, this, I just want to stand out and say that this time period that you're picking songs from is unfair. Yeah, that's true. Uh, for me, at yeah, least. Yeah, because I these was, were all songs that Hector <laughs> was like. I was just like a junior age. in high school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would like to point out that I'm currently beating Matt. It's true. <laughs> all right, here we go. Wow. The Eagles? No. Nope. No. So this is One Over the Line by Burr and Chipley. These guys wrote this song in a dressing room of a coffee house because it was making them laugh and they actually had no idea what it would become, which would be a big single for them. Uh, Holy shit. Um... I don't know. It could be like 1960 or 1970. Yeah, yeah. It could, yeah. He could be throwing on. 2010? You got it, Ian. Yeah. Uh, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm going off. I'm trying to go off production, but man, this could be. Matt's right. This could also have been 10 years ago. Like a retro sound. I got a pretty good idea. I'm going to go. Yeah. I got the decade, I think. Okay. I locked it in. Man, I'm not too wrong. Uh, 1975. Uh, 73. Okay. 76. Okay. You guys are all close. 1970. It's got that Southern Rock Grateful Dead thing going on, which is perfect for that era. Oh, that makes Matt catch up. That puts me at plus six for that one, right? I'm bad at, um, what do you call those, uh, numbers. Uh, yeah. All right, two more. All right, moving on. Sounds like Keller Williams. It does. Sound, you know Keller Williams? Yeah. <laughs> Turn the noise down. No, it's not Keller Williams. I'll let you guys take it in for a second here before I tell you who it is. Put some feel good in my soul. I've never heard this. Song. Yeah, I never heard it before either. It, it sounds like oh, it's I sooner than. It, yeah. it sounds like it's newer. Alright, so this is Smoke a Little Smoke by Eric Church. So, Eric says he came up with this idea for a song where he was making like BS conversation in his tour bus with his guitar player when he asked him, like, what he was doing up to that night and he said I'm gonna drink a little drink and smoke a little smoke and it stuck in his mind and eventually became a song for him um yeah this is a kind of shot in the dark for me right so this is post bus era right so they had buses they got that (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is like the yeah, 
the worst genre of music. <laughs> Not country, but like this commercialized the, the hybrid, yeah. faux. This is like like 2010s country rock pop bullshit. Okay, we'll use that to come up with a date. Right. I got everyone already. Wrote 2014. Dates, so. 2014. I just did 2010. I did 2010 as well. Ooh. Okay, so you guys are real close. 2009. Damn it. Hey, Ian, so you had the right mic. Looks like there. you're slipping behind. I am slipping <laughs> All right, one more. One more. Here we go. I'm at plus 20. Oh, wow. It's uh, Bob Dylan, right? It's Bob Dylan, yeah. Rainy oh, Day fuck. Woman number 12 and 35 by Damn. Bob Dylan. This is. This is a fun one. So. Bob says that, you know, Bob being Bob Dylan. We go, I'm on first name basis with Bob Dylan. You guys didn't notice. Okay. So, said he named, this song came after two women came into the studio at Get Out of the Rain. So, he says, now, I guess you guys are already guessing what the theme is here. Dylan actually says this song isn't about weed, and getting stoned is more of a biblical sense. But it's commonly associated pretty much to weed by most people, Mm -hmm. I would say. I did not know that. Okay. Ah, uh, shit, man. Because this song has come out on movies in the 90s and in other movies, but it's definitely not from the 90s. It's either from the 60s or the 80s. <laughs> Between there. Uh, I gotta make a bold move, a power move here. 1918? Yeah, how did you know? I had to secure my lead here. Uh, I had to go with... All right. Okay. I went with 1980. Okay. Oh, by Ian. I could be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so confident. 66. I had to go with 77. Ooh, Matt. I like the, the... You know what? The by Ian was very strong. Matt nailed it with 1966. Boom! This Damn. is such like a Beatles so era recording. He gets a plus two? Yeah, he gets a plus two. Jesus, yeah. that or, just minus two, however you want minus to Minus two, yeah. yeah. What, was it, what was the last date again? What was it? 1966. Oh, so I'm... Oh, man, that might even pull you into the, the victory. Stone. Like, seriously, the if you pulled Bob Dylan's voice off this track and put Paul McCartney over it, it is a Beatles song. <laughs> Maybe minus the harmonica. Yeah. Okay. I super lost. That's plus 34. So. It gave me that Woodstock vibe, which was 67, so that's why, where I came up with 66. All right. Let's I just didn't here. think it was that long ago. Oh, okay. So, who's the winner here? What, what, oh, plus, sorry, I don't know. Plus math. 34. 14, 17, 18, 16. I got 20. All right. Boom. So you pulled it Matt, off there Matt's at the, the end, winner. Yeah, Matt, that I got last the, one, that last I one. I started off like hot garbage. Matt's got the gold, I got the silver, <laughs> yeah. and you've got the bronze, right? Is that how it went? The turn. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Ian doubled everybody. Well, I don't know, on this podcast, the turd might be the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was fun, man. That was a good one. Good. Uh, I'm going to try to guess the theme here. Um, fuck. Uh, uh, gardening? Uh, you're close. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I heard the word weed a couple times. You actually are very close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hydroponics, yes. <laughs> the theme is hydroponics, yes. Oh, man. And no Snoop Dogg. 
Yeah, wow. Yeah, that was impressed. It's almost like you're trying to avoid the... Uh, it's like, okay, I got to pick songs, but I'm going to make it hard for myself and not pick Snoop Dogg. Which right. uh, recent news we didn't even talk about. Dr. Dre recently out of the hospital with the brain Oh, yeah. Yeah. Him, yeah. Huh. When it happened, when I found out that he was in the hospital for it, I was shocked and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. I was happy to see the him chronic. Come out of there. That can be kind of a of a scary one. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, that was fun. Um, we, we I guess we'll move on to our uh, unless we have anything else, we we'll move on to our one division. Um, we, we got a little, we got a few minutes. I did want to yeah. bring up. Yeah. Uh, I did forget to mention one thing. So that Portillo's opened in town. Matt had yes. been raving about it for a while. I did finally. <laughs> Stop by there. Yeah, they do have good, good Chicago style uh, hot dogs. They're awesome, and their Italian beef is pretty fantastic. The Chicago hot dogs probably the best. That hot dog. is actually, I think, my favorite thing there. I do love the to their uh, with all of it, mm-hmm. with all, everything that comes on it. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to pizza, though, I prefer New York style over Chicago. Yeah. But I'm sure they have yeah. Chicago pizza there. They actually right? don't serve Airport pizza Pil- there, which no? is probably no. a good thing. It's, it's just huh. like yeah. burgers, okay. Italian beef. beef. Yeah. Uh, it's a new business that opened here in town. Uh, is it? They haven't opened the lobby yet, right? I take it. No, I mean they said some about maybe today they're opening. Oh yeah, attention. okay. I'm loosening up uh, restrictions mm-hmm. and stuff here in Springfield. Yeah, um, yeah. I've never been to a. Is it a chain that's been around for? It's a Chicago. Area. Yeah, it's Chicago. Okay. Chain. okay. Yeah, I, I think we it's talked about this before on the podcast. Where I grew yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I've, I've I've never I haven't been there down here yet because. Mm-hmm. I'm just morally opposed to waiting in that long of a line for food, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I haven't been there. It, it moves very quick, I must say. Um, yeah, they have in guys out, like, out there in like, winter coats 10, 10 yeah. 15 minutes up. Yeah, I feel like an asshole. Somebody out there taking your order, you know, and it's like, it, last time it was like, snowy, rainy, and they're like, eh, what do you want? This is a bunch of like yeah. high school kids. Like, that's exactly when, Chick, when Chick-fil-A first came to Springfield, that's exactly what happened, too, is people were out taking orders from cars as they were in line. It's still Chick-fil-A like that. still like that. Yeah. That's, yeah. I love Chick-fil-A, but I don't go to Chick-fil-A either because I don't want to wait in line for that. When the mm-hmm. line makes it out of the parking lot, that's when I'm like, yeah, I'll go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't mind. Like at Starbucks, I'll get in line, obviously, because you know, I want the fucking coffee. But like, uh, I, I don't feel... Um, what do you call it? Like I, I find shit to do, and I know that I'm going to be waiting in line. Mm-hmm. Like I just fuck around on my phone, but like crochet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like uh, for the when poor I, kid in line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, but, Sunny, I knit you a vest. Uh, but but like if I see a line at Chick Fil A or anywhere, I'm like, oh, eh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but uh, I went to Barnes Noble yesterday, and I went in to the coffee shop first. And they, the, the girl there asked me if I was going to do some shopping first because they prefer you do your shopping first, then get your coffee so you can so you can leave. So I was like, I just went, found something, just left. I didn't go back to, I don't know, like at a bookstore, holding your coffee is kind of part of the, I don't know, why you're shopping, why you're looking around. That's weird. I wonder, why do they prefer that? What does it I matter? I guess uh, pulling your mask down nonstop while you're yeah, in there, maybe. I don't know. Because oh, yeah. you're not supposed to really eat indoors right now. Okay. Maybe, all right. Yeah. I guess all I, these all these little rules. I forget about that. Like um, uh, when I got my haircut the other morning, uh, the <laughs> here's a weird one. The the guy cutting my hair, I had seen him before at this at this uh, Great Clips, and uh, man, we've been like fucking shelling out for. We've been like promoting all these brands on this podcast <laughs> in this episode. Uh, so great clips. Uh, a young guy, he's cutting my hair, and he was he's kind of chatty, and uh, he brought up he was a bartender before here in town, but then you know, um, he had to take a job at Great Clips um, because the 
everything was shut down and stuff. And I asked him about, you know, it's like, you know, I li- I'd like to go out to get a drink or something, but like the fucking, just the whole thing is just more trouble than it's worth the fucking, whatever the etiquette happens to be at that bar. So I was like, I just, I just decide not to, you know, but uh, he was saying now you can, once you sit down, then you don't have to, which kind of entices me to the idea of going out and sitting at a bar. But, um, but yeah, all the, all the rules, just keeping track of all the fucking rules and stuff. But, um, but yeah, um, but that was kind of a switch, right? I was keeping an eye on him. I was like, did he just take this job real quick and not get any training? You know, he, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, he, uh, he says he's hoping it gets, uh, get things open back up. But um, here in town, the only place I saw open the other night when I was kind of out and about was, um, uh, God damn it, what's the name of it? Uh, the, Am- the Alamo. Okay. Yeah, which I haven't been there even in years prior to the pandemic. But, um, and I did see some kind of signs of life in there, but, uh, but yeah, I just decided not to maybe, maybe next weekend or something like that. But mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like there's very many places open in town for that. Well, yesterday of... was the first time you can okay. have indoor oh, dining. Okay. 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 So we'll start, we should probably start seeing some stuff kind of. I wouldn't plan on seeing anything this week unless you want to walk past like 30 national guard members yeah i know right that's all coming up here soon right no yeah. yes yesterday i drove by probably 20 or 30 fully armed u.s mm-hmm. military okay. members. yeah the inaugurations this mm-hmm. week and stuff like that yeah the funniest thing from some of the news agencies even up near chicago was that they were showing like pictures of michigan because everyone forgot that springfield was the state capital of illinois yeah. oh, like, where's yeah. the capital yeah. where is it we're marching <laughs> to the capital yeah this is kind of I, I don't know. I guess there's like Sacramento. Is, is, no, Anaheim's the capital of California. There's like states that have capitals that no one ever thinks about. Right. And uh, Springfield's probably right. better that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alrighty. So, uh, whoa, so well, uh, well, hold on. So the Squatty Potty, the Flashlight, and Portillo's. Uh, Ian gives uh, a. <laughs> Very I threw. I threw in the flash. More about the flashlight. Mm-hmm. He gives the endorsement there. Wait. All at the same time. The, the flashlight? <laughs> That's endorsement. I slipped that one in Do you there. Just, like when you pull up to the window to get your hot dog, you hold out the flashlight. They put a scoop of ice cream in it. Just put the hot dog in there. I was going to say, can we combine these brands? I feel like a Bertil's hot dog. That's a Chicago style. And a flashlight. The guy's like, excuse me? You're like, what? It keeps it warm. All right. Oh, so. man. And then oh, after you're done Jesus. with that, then there's the squatty potty. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There goes the sponsor. All right. All right. While, you, while you get your hair cut at Master Well, Cuts. if any of those three <laughs> companies would like to team up, we will take our pay in yeah. $1,000 bills. <laughs> will will Master Cuts cut your hair while you're on the squatty potty? <laughs> I don't know. Master Cuts? <laughs> Master Cuts or whatever they're called. <laughs> Wait, where do you get your hair? Oh, man. He goes to Master Cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Great clips. Or... Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so uh, we're gonna um, take a quick break, right? Quick, and then we'll come back with the uh, with our thoughts on uh, Disney Plus's Wandavision. So um, we uh, let's see. I wasn't expecting two episodes um, for. The uh, launch of oh, WandaVision sure. <clears throat> on because uh, I don't think they did that with the Mandalorian. No, but um, I I I'm curious to see 
what no, you they, guys they think. Did. Yeah, I think they did. They did. They did. They did. I think they did. Yeah, for yeah. the first season they did, not the second. But, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you guys is uh, what do you guys think the logic behind that is? Okay, I didn't want to get one thing here. So, do you think that they didn't combine them into two episodes of forty, like one forty-minute initial episode, or they did it as two separate twenty-minute episodes just because they had a different? I guess motif or feel to well, yeah, it. Because each episode is supposed to progress forward a decade. Mm-hmm. So, like, they were distinctly separate because of that. Like, the first one was obviously the. So, there de- like, definitely is a break in 50s, the 50s and, and the 60s. 60s yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think they had to do two episodes um, because it is a slow start. Mm-hmm. Slow burn. Yeah. Like, um, they want. I would say if this wasn't a Marvel show, per se. And they only released the first episode. I would be done with it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the credit because it, of the they, Marvel they brand. Took, yeah, yeah. They took a long time to give you those little crumbs that mm-hmm. were like, oh, yeah. this is more than I Love Lucy. Yeah, like, right. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really was not entirely captivated. I truly start, did not but... really enjoy the first episode. The Me second either. one was a little better. I would agree with that. The first one, I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to even watch the second one. I'm like, I guess I will because we're gonna. Talk about it, but I was the first. I was like, oh, I know. Man. The only reason I did was because my wife was next to me and she was enjoying it. And yeah. I, then I knew we were going to talk about it. So <laughs> I would call it Bewitched 2021. Mm-hmm. Definitely out of the page of the whole Bewitched, maybe I Dream a mm-hmm. Genie style. It is fun to see that style again yeah. remade into I actually, you know. in, well, I watched reruns of those shows as a kid. So the nostalgia of that helped me to enjoy these. Uh, I do you think the second episode was better. Just because as far as like time, it's closer to now and the humor land the humor from the sixties lands a little better than from yeah. the fifties. They're committed to that whole like even the jokes style, were yeah. in yeah. in period basically. Right. The aspect ratio was yeah, also they did that, yeah. yeah just yeah. kind of square mm-hmm. instead of a full uh widescreen. Um the commercials kinda added to it too. But the yeah. the commercials are the Easter eggs. They're like it's almost their version of the end credit scenes with the Marvel movies. It's just like, here's a little extra. Did you guys of... catch the Hydra logo on the watch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess Strucker, the character Strucker, is a, something to do. Yeah, in the comics, yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, w- there was a Baron Von Strucker, I think, in one of the movies, too. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. something to do. He was like the founder of Hydra or something, He's I think. Probably the big, he- yeah. you know character in the high and then room. what else we have we had the stark industry toaster, toaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that one seemed more fun than was there mm-hmm. like actually any link to the mcu i, I don't know like it it, it was eerie though because when they, they 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 focus on the toaster a little longer than what would in a natural sure. commercial and what's so, with that rhythmic beeping that got faster yeah 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 and During then the toaster commercial yeah oh, i don't recall that so there there was something kind of I'm picturing Wanda, like, strapped in somewhere in a Hydra-like um, facility, and they're trying to brainwash her, and, like, the commercials are just, like, uh, I don't know, kind of, like, the, 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 the beeping toaster is, like, some machinery, some machinery that's around her while she's being brainwashed. Something, like a connection there, but... The, uh... The take that I read that mm-hmm. I thought was super interesting, if this is the direction they choose to go, is that it's basically, I mean, I don't know who, where she is or why she's like, right, obviously in some kind of simulation or something, but it's basically her working through the grief of her 
that Vision died. Right, right. So the whole show is through the lens of well, like a woman trying to work through her grief. One of the things uh, to that point, Matt, though, one of the things I heard, one of the theories that I heard was that it's like that moment when she, when he's dying, like that moment when she's, uh, where he's dying. Well, I forgot how that happened. It's Infinity War. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, she she's supposed to like destroy the. The, the 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 mind stone while right. while he's and then does that when Thanos reverses yes time? and he reverses time okay so what that moment there when he's dying it's like this is what she's experiencing in that moment like just uh, slowed down or sped up whatever however you want to look at it but uh, so yeah so she's definitely it's it's she's the real person in all of this and even vision is just in her head or well and i i guess thinking back i think the 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 weird stuff like the few like moments that were meant to be like oh something funky is going on mm-hmm. only happened to her right yeah like like the um the uh the the guy coming out of the um the, the manhole yeah, or and sewer she just thing says no and just goes and back and reverses it yeah or um the uh the first episode where the uh, the uh, the boss is choking and she and she tells Vision to to help him, so she seems to be in control. Yes, yeah, somewhat. But she's in not fully aware if she's in control. Right, right. I wonder if because Vision is essentially Jarvis, a piece of software, mm-hmm. if they're not gonna use this show to bring him back, right? Because if if he is, he was. What Jarvis plus uh, an Infinity Stone, yeah, and wasn't part of uh, yeah. the bad guy in Ultron. There too? Ultron, I don't remember. Uh, no, I don't think so. They were yeah, separate AIs. But if he's just an AI, like, why can't they bring Vision back? Mm-hmm. And so maybe like she's in some sort of thing trying to reconstruct him from her memories or something, and then she's stuck in there or something. Hmm. Um, Have you? Uh, so one of my friends is I watches and kind of talk a little bit with him, and he. Was like, have you read um, <clears throat> House of M? Yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, no, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. And uh, he said, oh, it's you know, like it's, it's a, kind of like a short, I'm just called it a mini series. Yes, yeah. it was a mini series. Yeah. And he's like, it basically got the equivalent of what like the Oscar would be for. Yeah, for this. yeah, so it was got, a big deal. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. Um, the have Oscar. You, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't even this carry it off the stage. Oscar, it was just yeah. gigantic. <laughs> Did you read any of that, Hector? I mean, that, um. It, that 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 came out uh, in the early two thousands. I don't uh, I don't I, I didn't read it, but I know of it, and I know what it's about. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially, um, I think the story opens, and it's like, what if Magneto, uh, which in the comics is Wanda's father, Wanda and Quicksilver's father, Pietro. Uh, what if he was? It, it's um. It's similar to Age of Apocalypse, that other storyline, mm-hmm. where it's just like, okay, let's let's see what if this villain had his way. And uh, in the House of M, it's Magneto. He Magneto's like this patriarchy character, like this king uh, of mutantdom, and they run the planet, and everything's like in this kind of utopia. But there is some shit under, like underneath the surface, that's not cool. And it turns out she was with because. Um, in the comics, her powers are even more kind of nebulous. And she's like an omega class. Yeah, she she's a she's a big she deal, wants, yeah. and where it like starts. In the movie so far, it just shows her moving stuff and using kind of like telekinesis and stuff like that. But in like her powers are even uh, broader 
in the comics where she can like alter reality. Mm-hmm. So it, it turned out she was the one that created the House of M. And then well, correct me wrong, mm-hmm. her her powers come from was it the Mind Stone? In the in the comic, it's uh, and I'm sorry, in the movies, in the MCU films, yeah, uh, it I mean. comes from the yeah they 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 came from both her and her brother's powers came from that Strucker guy in the Age of Ultron. The Hydra scientists somehow and got the powers from the stone into them, and that that's where the it, source of the powers are. Anyway, isn't it interesting that mm. in the comics she can alter reality, and in the movies her powers are red, which is the the ether, the ether, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is red. Yeah, okay, right, okay. Right. So there's some connections there. So, um, in, in the comics, famously, she says uh, she wipes out like oh, like I guess it. it since I hadn't read it, but I think it, at the end of that story, because it did broadly affect the Marvel universe and the comics, where she says no more mutants, and then it like like cuts down the uh, the population of the mutants from like however many thousands um, uh, to like two hundred of them. It was like only the ones that were as powerful as her that could resist something, something like, like that, that something like yeah. that so but but really when it comes publishing wise well it was just like let's keep the popular ones mutants and right. you know let's keep wolverine and xavier and all those always have yeah to keep wolverine. right 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 so uh so that's what i know about the house of m so i'm wondering so the uh the so i feel like it's gonna be uh, not and I don't think they're gonna they're not gonna go verbatim from it or like exactly. This is gonna be like they're an using some of the they're using some of the some tropes of where she's her reality altering powers have something to do with what's going on what we're seeing mm-hmm. in the show. Um, uh, the uh, this this um, television motif that they got going on with the um, w- with the second episode going from black and white to color, that's something from a comic that came out a couple years ago. Uh, called Vision. It was a, it was a mini series about the Vision. So uh, I don't think they're taking from the story from that comic, but they are taking the Leave It to Beaver uh, kind of take and the TV kind of you know uh, aspect of it from that story. So there's the, the like they've done with all a lot of the MCU stuff. They they kind of cherry pick from their comics um, stories and. What do you, how do you guys speak into the color palette? Mm-hmm. What do you guys feel about the helicopter that she found yeah. as a color? Mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, I I read theories that this was actually something from the real reality that was sent in. Mm-hmm. The uh, I, even like a real helicopter possibly to try to mm-hmm. figure out what was going on inside this reality. Right. Because huh. uh, at the end of the first episode, they when he uh, they clicked the TV or whatever, it, somebody was watching it from some like. Uh, what? I like how the aspect ratio changed yeah. at the end. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. Like FYI, this is modern. So somebody was monitoring them uh, in their little TV show land mm-hmm. from, and there was a symbol uh, that uh, it turns out it's uh, sword, Sw- sword, S word. Yeah, but sword in the comics is an offshoot of shield, so there's a connection there. Right. And so the one of the theories online is that sword is. Trying to get into where she's at to help, uh, which, like to your point with the uh, the helicopter, maybe that was a way in. Somehow they made it into wherever she's at. Now that's reminding me of that movie Annihilation, where that little pocket, little universe, or whatever that was. Oh yeah. Um, but anyway, um, and what's the movie where similar to this? Like they're in the fifties, but then the color starts to. Come oh yeah. Uh, 
Pleasantville? Yeah, yeah. Pleasantville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of steals a little bit. From yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, the, uh, and the other thing to do with what you're, you just brought up, Jason, is Monica Ram, uh, Geraldine. Yeah, I didn't know that until I read it. That's in the second yeah. episode. She's supposed to be Monica Rambeau. Right. Um, who is all, uh, sh- uh, the younger version of her was in Captain Marvel. Yeah, the it's like girl. the little girl from Captain Marvel. Yeah, hmm. the Captain Marvel's best friend's daughter. Right. Um, since that took place in the 90s, she would be grown up now. Yeah, yeah so she's right. in there. Okay. So she, she could possibly be um, a sword agent that's in there trying to... Because she, at the end of the second episode, is asking certain types of questions to Vision and... Um, and Wanda trying to like, you know, um, ease into trying to break them out of there somehow or something like that. So, okay. the uh, Hector, you're the the comic guy here. Mm-hmm. So I read an article briefly and forgot like ninety five percent of it. <laughs> yeah, but I guess the beekeeper, yeah, is something to do with some criminal organization. In so the that comics. would be so. So if we've got Sword in there, one of the good organizations that hide, not Hydra, but um, Aim. Is yeah, the other organization right, yeah. that their costumes in the comics always got made fun of because they look like beekeeper suits. <laughs> so that's probably that's like a nod to. So maybe high, uh, I'm sorry, Aim is like involved in what's going on. Um, but man, uh, as much as I know about the comics, I'm still kind of lost. Right. And you, and to your guys's point earlier about them, if they just released that first episode and it wasn't uh, attached to Marvel stuff, I don't know how. Like I would have stuck, uh, you know, how interested I would. If they if they only released the first episode and made you wait for the second episode, my enthusiasm would have waned by the yeah, time. It's yeah. almost like one of the complaints we had about Wonder Woman '84 was that rather than making a modern movie that has '80s flair, they just made an '80s movie. Yeah. And especially that first episode was like it was too on the nose. Yeah. Like, I don't want to watch I Love Lucy. Yeah. And, like, they didn't even try to not do, like, any... It was pure yeah. 1950. Like, there was no modernness to it right. at all. No. And it was almost, like, off-putting to me. The way they spoke, the, everything. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, and the jokes. Like, the jokes just weren't funny at mm-hmm. all in that first episode. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta give them... You do have to give them credit oh, for, for, sure, for, for, like, doing for producing it. that. Yeah. That is, that is a, a quite a cool... Feet to mm-hmm. to nail every aspect from they went for it, yeah. Set yeah. to conversation to like fit, yeah. yeah. Like well, you can see why it, all the interviews with the <clears throat> actors are like talking about how much fun they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sets change ev- and everything. The costume sets, behavior, jokes changes every single. Like as an actor, it's probably one of like the best things, mm-hmm. fun wise, to do. That's the first thing I thought of when I watched episode one. Was that man? They really nailed that to a like on the nose and not everyone's gonna like that yeah mm-hmm. it wasn't just visual it was like down to the script level. Mm-hmm. Really everything so, like yeah so i appreciated like how well they did it but that one my one of my first feelings was oh man i like and then so like i kind of went on to see kind of people's reactions and i got what i expected that if not everybody appreciated that they didn't want to see a 1950s on the nose episode which it was um, they did this on purpose because they're trying to build something but yeah i just i guess my biggest complaint was that they waited until the last like minute of the episode to do something weird mm-hmm. yeah like they could have done a little few small weird things throughout to just to like, kind of give you yeah but taste, it, like yeah. i can't tell you how many times yeah. i sat there and asked myself like 
is this is this what this is? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I don't know if this is what I want to watch. And, right. And I think that's exactly what was kind of off-putting about for some people. It's like they kind of were expecting something and they didn't get anything but exactly what they gave them, which was the 1956. This, this, <laughs> yeah. The... Uh, so. the uh, um, Falcon Winter Soldier series was supposed to come out first. I don't know why they switched it, but um, that would prop that show is probably just going to be straightforward, like, like what? Yes, yeah. and then this was the kind of uh, left field kind of swing. What do you guys think about the act? The main actors I have uh, Elizabeth Olsen and um, Paul Bettany. I, I thought Paul Bettany was great. Like he's hilarious. Like. Um, I know that's really not I his character. I thought she did a but really good job, too. Yeah, she's carrying the show, it seems, yeah. Yeah, portraying the character as they would have been portrayed during mm-hmm. that era. Like yeah. She kind of nails it. I, mm-hmm. I did want to give us, this person really stood out to me as someone that I was happy to see in there, and I thought they did an excellent job, was Mrs. Hart, who is Deborah Jo Roop, yeah, who has been that in 70 a, show, a yeah. ton of things. Yeah. I mean, oh, Kitty? T- yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's been in a ton of stuff. So... She was kind of like a perfect anchor, I think, to that, to have someone that has acted in previous period pieces and has really grown up in the industry to kind of really anchor that, that 50s. And she does yeah. such a good job with that. She's a good actress. and mm-hmm. I liked how uh, the neighbor, too, I'll, I always remember her from Step Brothers. Oh, Catherine Hahn? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she's great. She's State she's, golden pony boy. <laughs> she's a... She's one of the highlights of this show. I I I feel like she's great. Um, a lot of her jokes land at least. Yeah. Um, they're towards the second episode, where they're kind of the second episode is the '60s. I take it the first right. episode is the '50s. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's great. She's. Uh, but I, I couldn't remember where I've seen her before. But yeah, uh, Step Brothers. Which I mean, that makes perfect sense why the last episode ended with color because the next, the '70s is the era right. of color mm-hmm. television. Yep. Um, so I wonder where that'll be all kind of, uh, I gotta yeah. say, I, I know, I know and knew that Scarlet Witch has red hair, but I was blown away when the color came in and I was like, oh fuck, her hair was red the whole time, wasn't it? <laughs> I just <laughs> goes to show like how it just totally changes your perspective. I know, the whole thing, the black my, and white. when it was black and white, my, br- my brain was that, like, yeah. yeah, she's blonde. Like, right. And then all of a sudden, oh, duh. Like, obviously she has red hair. Mm-hmm. That's like her whole character. I was fooled by that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's definitely, um, I'd say not the most entertaining, necessarily watching it, but to think back on it and reflect. And I almost kind of want to give it a second watch. Just They're not that long. Right. Just to kind of see if I miss anything and to appreciate just what they did. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm thinking I probably missed some little subtle stuff in there, but but that's the whole point is that they're trying to like, it's a little uh, the the whole uh, what the magic show thing in there. They're it, it was, was kind of like telling telling us that that's what we're doing. We're trying to like, mm-hmm. um, it's uh what do they call that uh, sleight of hand? But yeah, they're doing sure. the sleight of hand with the storytelling. They're trying to like, you know kind of confuse you and stuff there but i think that there's an interesting time for television now because so like they did this similar thing with the mandalorian like typically in tv like your pilot like i'm thinking battlestar galacta that battlestar galacta has to be like this explosive like you better keep watching this show moment yeah but now these shows like i bet they could do the same thing with the lord of the rings show that's coming and stuff Mm -hmm. they have so much goodwill around the yeah the property that they can go really slow at the beginning 
Yeah. Which can be a little like strange when you first start it. Do you think in-house products too are able to have that benefit? Because if you are, you know, trying to put it out on TBS or CBS or whatever um, mainstream TV channel it is, you have to hook the viewers because otherwise your Nelson score is going to go so low that they're just going to shit can you. Right. So. Right. Like, or even, but even like a Netflix TV show, like if, if no one know if it's a novel thing, like no one's saying you have to watch the rest of it. Yeah. So like anything that doesn't have that like extra, like everyone already knows what it mm-hmm. is, has to really hook you with the first episode. That's true. Whereas like all three of us watched the second episode almost exclusively because it's a Marvel property. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was definitely part of why yeah. it kept my... And that's why a lot of people will come back. Yeah, exactly. And So and they have the, the goodwill to go built slowly. In, yeah. Yeah. They do the build up what they're doing, yeah. Because no, no, I mean, no, no one here would want to watch if they did exactly what they did in episode one continuously. You'd be like, why? <laughs> Forty minute episode yeah. of that, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm there for the next one for next Friday. Yeah. I, I like the ambition. It, it, yeah, but, but I'm sorry, Jason. No, I was but but it's that built up credit from the uh, from Marvel that allows them to to do this to, to do a Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, a WandaVision, and then the Eternals movie that comes out later. I, I don't even know what that movie is, mm-hmm. but like since it's Marvel, I'm gonna I'm gonna be there. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Jason, and I, I was in. No, I was just gonna say I didn't Ian. Want to listen to you talk. Ian was just waiting for uh, Wanda to go to the eye doctor. Because uh, she was trying to figure out why the tie-in to WandaVision was. She was waiting for it to go get her new pair of glasses mm-hmm. from the <laughs> ophthalmologist. I I, like, I'm actually not following. I was like, it. what? Was like, it's a pun, Ian. The show's called I was WandaVision. Like, I was I like, Ian, it. this is not no. actually about Wanda's vision. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I refuse to make that Okay, thing. so <laughs> for everyone who can't tell, Ian is furious that he didn't <laughs> think of that first. <laughs> oh, He's man. grinding his teeth right now. Mm-hmm. All right, so... To take Ian's mind off of that, uh, before we go, uh, I've got some old news uh, that's um, related to the MCU, and it's uh, the uh, MCU Phase Four. So, um, like I said at the beginning of this, WandaVision is the beginning of the Phase Four of the MCU. What was the last one? It was, I think, it was like Endgame and Far From Home. Which, by the way, the other day I was thinking about Far From Home. I've only watched that movie once. That was a good movie, wasn't it? That's the um, the second Mysterio uh, one. Yeah, Mysterio I really like that. Yeah, really I thought I liked it too, but the, I haven't rewatched it since it came out in the theater. The effects with Mysterio yeah, have like yeah. a Doctor Strangeness. To yeah, them. yeah, it's yeah. Really cool. Well, that's what I wanted to bring up is that my old news is uh, this just in the Doctor Strange. This is old news, so <laughs> this isn't just uh, coming right now. You guys might already know this. The Doctor Strange sequel, titled Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, is going to be directed by Sam Raimi, who uh, famous for the Evil Dead movies, for uh, Spider-Man, one of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, uh, is set to direct yeah, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and it's also going to co-star Elizabeth Olsen. So that movie, the, the WandaVision, is going to have, uh, is going to be connected to the Doctor okay. Strange uh, mm-hmm. film. So. Which kind of makes sense because she's you know kind of magicy a little bit. So. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. magicy. Magicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys like that technical term? What would you what, call it? What, well, what did Vision say when he had the gum in his system? He's a weirdy. He's acting weirdy. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that was, was pretty. That, that part was pretty entertaining. That was pretty good. I like that. 
I did like their animation too. The, <laughs> yeah, the, anime, the, the old style yeah. animation with yeah the gears. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so that's pretty awesome. I, I, I you know I like the first. I mean, we, we were doing our MCU retrospective, and we were all fans of uh, the same, um, the original Doctor Strange movie, but they had to let those directors go for whatever reason. But they brought in like a, a heavy hitter, Sam Raimi's awesome. So that should be pretty cool. All right, so uh, that's it for uh, for our recap on the MCU stuff right there. But um, yeah, you guys have anything else before we go? Oh, I'll shout out my song for the week. Yeah, uh, I wanted to do something very different than the last several. So, okay, Jason, I feel like you may have heard of the band Polyphia. I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah so P O L Y P H I A Polyphia. Okay. But they're uh, they're like a couple really talented guitar. Oh, actually, it's a whole band, but. Their early music was just this, like, immature, shreddy guitar music. And then, like, two or three years ago, they came out with their first, like, real album. And there's this... The whole album's really unique, but they basically combined metal, shred guitar, and then, like, trap music. Hmm. And it's it's the one of the most unique things I've ever heard. But the song I want to shout out is called Goat, G-O-A-T, Greatest of All Time. All right. And it's a really cool song. All right. So, yeah. I also have a song, a new song I was listening to recently. It's electronic. I guess you can call it dance, but eh. <laughs> it's E-H, and it's by uh, Finn, F-H-I-N, from 2016, I think. And I like it. Is it Fahin? That's my analysis of that song. Finn? I, I guess. I don't know how exactly how you pronounce eh. this. I just you ran. pronounced it wrong. Uh-huh. It's eh. eh. It's not a Christian eh, band, Finn. is it? Eh, Finn. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, okay. I, with a, with a, dot, a period at the end. F I N N period. So like end in France. Fiend. 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 Yeah. Maybe it right. could French. Yeah. How appropriate, because uh, that's the fiend part of this podcast. Um, this has been episode two hundred and forty-two of the Mind Granny Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. This has been Hector for Jason, Matt, Ian, and Celine Dion. Saying so long, and we'll talk to you soon.